Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 4, episode 14 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again for another study session uh, as today we take a pause from our Come Follow Me um, studies as usual on a Monday. Uh, first of all, we'll begin with our listener comments uh, from the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me Facebook group. If you're not yet part of this group, please do join that. Um, if not, just for the, the daily kind of posts that we put on there, just to link you to the podcast and some of the thoughts that are shared in there uh, for you to comment on and share your thoughts on. Uh, there was a, quite a few comments. Well, there's a few comments uh, about um, the um, points that was made in one of the previous podcast episodes about the ancient Hebrew concepts of the universe and how we discussed how they believed, obviously, the earth was flat. And that, uh, more importantly, that there was this kind of dome or firmament over the earth, which was the sky, uh, and that this firmament uh, was held by pillars, which were foundations of the heavens, um, and that this was protecting them from the waters above the firmament and the waters below the firmament, um, which is what, of course, we read about in Genesis chapter 1. There was uh, a couple of comments on that. Uh, Firstly, um, that... um, Someone just shared how they found that it was fascinating. They'd obviously uh, listened to the Follow Him podcast, which is what I mentioned. It was the first place I kind of heard about this. And then I looked into it myself. And yeah, it is really fascinating uh, and helps us to understand a bit further just why we have the accounts that we have, why certain phrases are used uh, in the accounts that we have. Um, and it's just really a, a great and useful uh, insight into that. Another comment uh, from an- another listener shared about how they were reading the verses in Moses 2 somewhat differently after learning about this. They said, I appreciate that God gives us what we need at the time and not more than we can understand. And of course, I completely agreed and I shared a comment on there as well, because I think that what's important with this is that we recognize that the, the creation story that we have in, the, in, the, in Genesis and in Moses and, and in Abraham are reflections of what uh, the people at the time believed in terms of the cosmology of the world and the universe around them, uh, and that it's explained for them in their understanding what and how God created those things. Of course, they didn't understand that the world was round, that it orbited around the sun, uh, that there were many other billions of suns and stars and planets in the universe out ahead of them, um, although Abraham uh, was given a glimpse of this and how the different le- levels towards where God is worked. Um, but generally, this was not something that was completely understood. Certainly, to the to the degree that we understand today, because of the uh, the equipment and the and the um, the ability we have to look out into the the universe. Um, but it helps us to understand just how um, when we are when we understand something or we believe we understand a doctrine really well, and then further light and knowledge comes, we should be open to that. Of course, uh, if it comes from uh, specific, especially if it is about doctrine of the church or a church policy, if it comes from the first presidency and the quorum of the twelfth, which obviously links in nicely with um, the discussion we've had over the past few weeks before last Monday, where we were talking about types of doctrine, and actually it falls quite nicely in with um, what we're going to talk about today as the next um, proclamation. If you remember, uh, last week we um, started talking about the six proclamations that the church has given over its time since 1830 and how um, there have been six proclamations through this time. You might be familiar or very familiar with two of them. 
the proclamation, the family, the family proclamation, proclamation to the world, and of course the the proclamation on the restoration of the gospel of Jesus Christ, which was given now two years ago. Um, the third proclamation we spoke about proclamations one and two, and if you missed uh, our episode last Monday, please do listen back. It's just six, well, it's just seven episodes back in your in your stream, so you can just download that and listen to that. So maybe pause this episode now and then go back uh, and listen to that one, then come back to this one. But Proclamation 3, ironically, um, or perhaps coincidentally, uh, talks about doctrine and the importance of following the First Presidency and the Quorum of the Twelve. Um, they're in one of the... Um, well, I've read, I've read the whole thing, actually, and it is very vague in terms of what specifically was being taught at this time. It seems that there were some publications around the time that this was given in 1865, uh, where uh, some church leaders had found some books or publications that had been given by some members of the church without approval by the First Presidency, um, stating that it was kind of teaching doctrine of the church, and yet it wasn't. It wasn't uh, true doctrine. It was um, kind of thoughts or predictions or hypotheses or, or presumptions uh, made from other things. By, by general members of the church. And so they had to address it. And so in this, and it doesn't say specifically what the doctrines were, I suppose not to give uh, credence to or to highlight those doctrines. I mean, the the whole point of this was to try and remove those out of the, the sight of um, as many people as possible because they were not true doctrines. So why would you then state what they were uh, in, in the actual proclamation, I suppose? But I think as well, um, it helps us to understand that this proclamation wasn't just given at this time for this people, but actually it teaches the principle of revelation and how there is two types of revelation. There's revelation that we can receive personally for our own personal lives and how uh, the, the principles of the gospel apply to our lives at this time but also that there is um, the revelation through the, the priesthood keys and how um, revelation must be received for various stewardships in the church by those who are assigned to that stewardship. And the, the individuals who are responsible uh, for the teachings and doctrines of the church are the First Presidency and the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles. Um, it says in the proclamation, quote, there is but one man upon the earth at one time who holds the keys to receive commandments and revelations for the church and who has the authority to write doctrines by way of commandment unto the church, close quote. So this proclamation was all about focusing and reminding members that the first presidency and the quorum of the twelve, in particular, the presence of the church, is the only one who can write doctrines or, or create doctrines or explain and not not explain doctrines because of course we can be called to teach the doctrines but in terms of revealing new doctrines that is the role of the the ones who have received the authority to do that um and that is uh, is quite clear for us today that is our understanding too um i am going to pause there because i, I want to give the the next proclamation um, enough time to discuss, but also I am aware that we're, co we're coming up towards the eight-minute mark already, so we'd only have two minutes to talk about a whole other proclamation, which doesn't seem to be the right amount of time. So we'll leave it there, and of course it is meant to be up between a five to ten-minute episode each day. So uh, thank you very much for joining us today. Please do join us uh, tomorrow uh, as we begin our new uh, focus, our new study on the Come Follow Me materials for this week. Uh, can't wait to, to have you join with us on that as we discuss the fall. It does seem quite unusual that we have two such huge pillars, important things about the plan of salvation, the creation and the fall, 
and we are covering them in literally just two weeks. <laughs> but, you know, that is what we have in, in the accounts. That's the amount of space we have for those. So we'll dive into that and we'll, uh, we'll learn lots from that, I am very sure. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Please join the Facebook group. You can also email session at gmail.com if you'd like to uh, share some of your insights or feedback or get in touch with me. Uh, thank you so much for your time, for listening, and until we meet again.